your computer uh, yes. sounds that we I hear. think that the one Irish coffee before we start is the way to go. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling I'm it. too scared to start drinking. This you just have Same. one. See, this is why. What if we like it? This what if we like it? <laughs> this is why I brought this. I'm like, this is as much as I can have all day. It's a measured amount. That I'm going to be just like. turns into raging baby. alcoholics because of the podcast. Go get me a. Uh, Go give me a whiskey. It's 8 a.m. <laughs> Deck of many friends branded rehab. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it I takes mean, the shakes away. To, to, be, to be fair, Tag is a functional alcoholic yeah. in the game. So. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Hey folks, welcome back to the Deck of Many Friends podcast. This is Sully, your DM, and last time on the Deck of Many Friends, the group is escorted by Talus Feltern to the Grove of Endeleth after finding them with Bitsy's body. He escorts them in to the Grove, meeting Norlis, Firis, and Ilana. Ilana stands at the base of Ridioc and implores the party to prove Bitsy's worth in the world and asks them to interrogate an interloper, a dark elf that has been captured in transit through Indoleth. And the party agrees. And that's where we left off. Let's tell a story. I want to give a huge shout out to Will, the Lord Giver of the Highest Order, our very first patron. He was able to create a character for us featured in today's episode named Corin Bloodglow. Other Patreon tiers include benefits like creating items for the campaign, getting double episodes every week, seeing art progress, and jumping in AMAs with the cast on Discord. As always, give what you can, but no matter what, you'll always be a part of this deck of many friends. Okay, let's get back to Sully's sexy, seductive sounds. Ilana has just asked you to interrogate this unknown captive. And I imagine this sparks some underlying, almost innate desires of you, Koshu, where your past kind of flickers back into this present situation. How do you react to the, the, the idea of interrogating again? Yeah, this one feels so right to him for the first time ever. It's not just a, a mission checkbox for him, right? Normally it's like infiltrate, follow, stalk, scare, intimidate interrogate kill melt it's like a, yeah you know? d- definitely a checklist of <laughs> yeah. things to do yeah. right these things to take care of on every assassination and usually assassinations involve a lot of emotion or uh, a lot of information right information gathering so for him he just feels like he's right at home and it's the first time it's a good cause in his own head right no matter the consequences this is way better than what he's been doing with his whole life and it's the first time that he's really felt mission to attack it right so yeah i think he's like like 
he's that kid that's like super excited to answer the fucking answer. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like me, 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 pick me magician. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I think he looks at the party while they're walking and just is like, I have an enormous amount of experience in extracting information. I think we, I think we can have a successful outcome. I just know that, well, I don't know that I care, but Bitsy would never approve of this. It's odd that her family does. That is odd. But for me, that's a pass. For me, I think that means that we do this. Either way, it's a flag that everybody should keep in mind going forward. That's wise. I agree. Something's off, but just don't get too carried away, right? Just promise me you'll take cues on when to back off. We don't want to do something we can't undo. He, he reaches out his normal hand and grabs yours and says... <laughs> we always grab hands when we talk about this. I force, I force him to moment. Yeah. Reel me in if I need it. As this is to... something that you lose yourself in after so many years. I know. I'm I trying have... to keep you... You. Just reel me in if you know he's going to die. And she just looks a little <laughs> surprised. It's important that he believes he will die. It's important. He will not give up the information unless he's going to die. I trust your judgment. I've never done it before. So, where have we gotten to where they're holding the prisoner? Not yet. Norlis is, is making his way kind of around the skirts of, of Ridiac's uh, trunk. Um, but And you see him coming for you, but you haven't moved from the base there. Is there a stick on the ground or... Anything like that. Oh, it's time to roll some dice in D&D, guys. Finally. Is there a stick in the woods? There is no stick. It's very tidy. It seems they, they keep this place rather tidy. You have a really big stick on your back? Yeah. I don't want to use that. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, <clears throat> Tag's going to look over at, at Koshu and at Bitsy. You mean... Right, sorry, Koshu and uh, Stitcher. My bad. That was a little slip there. Um, Eleven episodes in, and we still yeah. don't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> Speak yourself. Uh, and he's going to uh, look at them and be like, you obviously have much more experience in this. Let me lead it off. And he just gives him a nod. And he looks at Raval, and he says, you're the muscle. Stand there and look angry. No problem. <laughs> and then Koshu looks over at uh, Stitcher and he's like, Brittany, I need your bone saw. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and she's like, really? And he's just like, what? Like, obviously. And he like rolls out his kit where there should be a bone saw and there's <laughs> missing one. And he's like, it's just, it's effective. Alana looks over at Brini and says, who's Jesus? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Just kidding. 
listeners, just swap in whatever guy do you want. Because <laughs> <laughs> either Stitcher or I are going to say a million more times. Yeah. <laughs> the the a, a, a short period of time goes by and Norlis comes back. Um wrapping around the edge of the tree and looks at Raval and nods and turns immediately and says Maris is this way and heads off through the crowd without waiting he just leaves us there yeah I mean he he, he, like in front of the cell yeah, is no, there like we, a door? We haven't no. even gotten there. You, you are still at the base of the tree at this yeah. point. Okay. He's going to be leading us. There. He's just beelining it. He's oh, I see. Okay. Snap right. two. Yeah. I thought he was leaving us. Sorry. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm on snap it. two about face. Go. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's, let's, let's let's get behind him. Uh, and I'm assuming everybody follow. Give me a, a marching order here. A what? A marching order. A marching order. Yeah. Like, like do wait, do wait, wait, actual. I, no, 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 like no, what, no, no, what, like a marching order. What, what, what order are you in? What Who's order first? Are you oh, Tax up front. Like, no, don't give me a cadence. Sorry, sorry. literal <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'll go first. Yeah. Okay, Tag's first. Who's I'll, behind I'll you? go behind I'll Tag. Lead. Okay, and then I'm behind you. I guess I'm last. All right. So you make your way, and that same kind of hive mind feel uh, kind of overtakes you as... Everywhere you step, there seems to be someone that's stepping out of the way of you. Every odd misstep is already uh, compensated by someone else's overstep. And you make your way back through this crowd and a odd arrangement of trees and branches sort of appear in front of you in as you make your way forward these trees seem to wrap and intertwine with themselves they form what looks to be like a cage though there are slender and thin openings between these branches and everything the the cage almost looks alive is as if the roots of a tree have sprouted and reached and twisted amongst each other to form this dome of of brambles and roots and everything else and form a twisted point at the top with a small opening right at the front where another guard stands. And Norlis stands there waiting for you as you reach it next to his uh, elfin arms and looks to the other and says, Maris, these... Our welcome guests, and they have permission. Don't stand in their way. And Maris steps to the side, leaving the opening open for you to step through. And at the back of this natural cell, you see the light kind of 
breaching the canopy and revealing a slender yet athletic dark elf his ankles crossed and bound by silver inlaid rope his wrist bound similarly behind his back he has a stark white hair and this somewhat almost a, a deep lavender skin tone uh, almost to the point of uh, blackness right um, and though you may have seen bodies in uh, exiting Restinu as as you guys left and bodies left behind in the battle uh, this is probably the first live dark elf that any of you have actually seen um, Revol and Tag go ahead and roll me a history check just to see if that's accurate for you two Stitcher and Koshi that's definite it's Absolute. a definite I'm not even entirely sure you. that she's seen a normal elf before right well Reston is full of right. them so yeah okay fine four <laughs> not in the notebook <laughs> not in the notebook as intelligent as you are you have never seen a dark elf before Tag 15 Tag the DM rubs his beard. Um, How good is a 15? <laughs> 15's pretty good. Uh, it's on the higher side of above average. Um, you have in your time in Hedrick's Cove where you originate which is rather close to Heretic's Respite have seen those who have ventured out and then gone immediately back in uh, scouts of these dark elves um, never conversed with one before, never interacted with one before, but you have seen them either from afar on the coast uh, or uh, as a child just kind of running amok in the the wilderness, right? So um, it's not you recognize him as a dark elf, though, okay. for sure. Like, uh, do I know that they like they live underground? Yes. And shit? Yeah, you know. You, in fact, you, you would you actually know where Heretic's Respite is in conjunction with where you grew up. So. Okay. And with that, you step in. I'm assuming. Before we do, I want to kind of like powwow everybody together, because uh, I guess I'm going to quarterback it again. At least just kick it off. Uh, I'll look at Koshu and be like, follow my lead, come in when I say. I look over at uh, Stitcher and I say, we're going to need a lot of light. Can you do that? Hi. And then over at Raval, I'll point at the door and I'll be like, nobody comes in, nobody goes out. Okay. Everybody ready? <laughs> Nod. <laughs> yes. All right. And Tag goes to enter. All right. So... Inside, as you step closer to this captive individual, you can tell that he has the typical ebony skin and white hair of the drow and the crystal blue eyes that you can see kind of peeking through this hair that kind of drapes over his face. Uh, across his shoulders is a dark crimson cloak. Uh, clasped with a brooch that is a steel spider clutched around a kite shield. He wears 
a hardened leather armor similar to what the elves of Indoleth are wearing, but dyed in this pitch black, embossed with like web-like ridges. ridges That's so cool. That, that uh, <laughs> marking him as a night vassal. We probably wouldn't know that, though. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Um, He's just fancy looking. Yeah, so on his belt are two short se- sword sheaths. That's hard to say. <laughs> um, but they hang empty. Uh, his tousled hair hangs in his face, uh, blocking the sun from blinding his sen- sensitive eyes. Uh, but despite his comfort and the awkward position his bonds have him in, he holds himself somewhat upright and proud. He sits almost as if Koshu does when he's meditating, somewhat in this ceremonial kneeling pose. Um, and he looks up at you. What do you want? So we all enter in? Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's made their way in? I'm just standing guard at the door. Okay. So I don't actually go all the You're way in. You're not actually, like, moving in? I guess I can move in, but I'll just stand at the door. Stand at the door, kind of muscly, bristling. Yeah, yeah I'll take out my double-bladed scimitar and kind of put it on the ground in front of me to make sure nobody's getting in or out. Yep. Stitcher. <clears throat> Stitcher go ahead, goes ahead and pulls out her... Rock that she always casts light on. And right. she casts light. It's like her favorite rock. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. She casts light on the rock. All right. So the 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 cell is well lit with the, the light that Markin is shining down through uh, into the grove. Uh, however, this extra bit of light gives you um, reduces the shadows a bit to to the point of. Um, Absolute clarity. You 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 can see every reflection of the light, um, and nothing is hidden. Koshi, what are you doing? Um, I'm kind of hanging on whatever shadow I can find, or just edge of the room. Really, <laughs> I know she's like just turned all the lights on, so <laughs> right. uh, there are no shadows. So yeah. you're not you're not going to find any. Uh... I'm just near to revolve near the door. Okay, so um, you you're gonna hang back somewhat menacingly as uh, Tag uh, somewhat approaches yeah so Tag goes up uh, and he's like kneeling on the ground right yeah, yeah he's he's kneeled with his hands tied behind his back so and his ankles are tied his ankles are tied kind of crossed in a you know like mm-hmm. almost in a like hog tied fashion just not not wrist to ankles bound right so right. in this somewhat as you get closer and are able to... Know, go ahead and roll in Perception. Hey, we're rolling dice again. Rolling dice. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, where's my Perception? Here it is. Eight. He's tied with some rope. Okay. Uh, and he repeats, What do you want? So I go up to him and I kind of uh, squat down a little bit, uh, I guess, angled to him. Like, not directly in front of him, but off to the side a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I reach a hand up, and I kind of 
take some of the, the hair that's in front of his face and I like push it back behind his ear. And he winces a bit as you do this, uh, not prepared for the the kind of overwhelming light of, of Stitcher's um, unnatural uh, projection. Mm-hmm. Um, and he winces but grins as he does this. Yeah. So... Uh, Tag will just give him back a warm, friendly smile and start up with a, a bit of a story where he'll say, I was once off of what everyone knows, at least in the area, is the Bay of Seals. And we caught a small schooner. Now, schooners don't go far from their fleet. So we took the people on board. We needed to know where the fleet was. We didn't know where they came from. So we killed three of them. And then the fourth, we tied to a chair. And we beat him. Now, I don't like killing when it's unnecessary. Especially on a boat. You have to do with the body. You can throw it over, but it'll, it'll attract all sorts of weird things. Uh, it's bad luck. I find it distasteful. But we killed him because he didn't want to tell us what we wanted to know. And I hate to say it, but he looked a little bit tougher than you. And while I said that I find it distasteful, he turns back and he nods over at Koshu. He doesn't. And then Tag just kind of stands up and takes a couple of steps back. (laughs) So he kind of tilts his head a little bit to kind of lift and look at you as you're telling the story and he smiles even brighter as you're explaining your disapprehension of delivering pain and he glances over at Koshu with a bit of recognition from the mask and then looks back at Tag says you think you can match what the daughters of uh, her darkness can deliver yes without trying and and then Koshi walks forward gets down in the same kneel he's in very respectful you know and then unrolls this just chef's roll of horrors (laughs) there are pliers there are hooks there are long thin pieces of steel ten of them just as many as he has fingers there are knives of all different shapes there's a bone saw (laughs) and then there is what he picks up which is this weird like short hooked blade absolutely and I'm gonna enjoy it he's at the door not for you but to pull me off of you if I take it too far 
She's here to make sure that when your heart stops, you don't die. And he takes his mask off with his back to everybody, right? And he's like, she can bring you back. And he puts it back on. So at the... Mm. Some rolls are happening. Roll yeah. me intimidation. Okay. Very high. Um, let's see. How is very high? 21. He laughs. Oh, wow. Okay. He laughs and catches himself eventually. <laughs> Do you not know who I am, boy? No, does not matter. You are answers. I am Dark Fossil, Corin Blood Glow. you deliver cannot compare have at it let's find out oh we're going to be friends by the end of this we will there is something deeper honesty in somebody tortured and I want you to know I'm not mad at you I don't do this out of malice you know the Haku Adolf? I pity them. <laughs> you should. They took things from me. Not my childhood or normal life or my ability to have friends or a brotherhood. They made this sound fun when I was a child. The horrible, sickening, dis disgusting act of interrogation and just when you think I, you can't take it anymore I'm sure you're familiar it gets fun they really know their stuff something just falls away there's a high it feels so good but don't 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 take it as me being angry. It's going to be fun, apparently, for both of us. And so then, he interrupts you. Okay. Boy, you don't know what fun is. Bring. This like totally throws goes you. <laughs> tag, tag looks over at Raval and he's just like, if he pops a boner, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> Watch it. It's just RP, It's fine. Just because my character is dead doesn't mean I don't have ears. No. <laughs> um. 
So at, at that, that, the recognition that it throws you off. Yeah. He grins again and just kind of sits back on his, on his heels and tries to open himself up as mm. much as he possibly can to give you the canvas Jesus. that you need. <laughs> he, he makes one more look over at Tag and just wants to make sure he's still resolute and going forward. Tag uh, walks over to where Koshu's little uh, fun kit is. Yeah. And he reaches down and grabs uh, another one of those, the hooked knives. And he walks over to where the, the dark elf is. And he grabs his hair and kind of pulls it back like he's about to put it in a ponytail. And then cuts it off. Needed a trim. Anyway. <laughs> as he's holding the the like tuft of hair, he, he kind of walks back over to Koshu and then just like lays it down next to his kit, and then just gives him a nod. And like yeah. lightning fast, as soon as the nod comes, he just leaps forward, puts a foot on his throat folds him backwards and as he's grinning he just carves the grin like extra large onto his mouth go ahead and roll me a strength check versus his to see if you can push against it that's (laughs) 20 which would be probably just a 20 (laughs) Uh, strength check you said yeah 22 You succeed. Nice. Barely. <laughs> Rolled a 19. Um, he leans back, and as you tear through his cheeks and into his lip line, he doesn't move a muscle and continues to grin. He leans down in his ear, and he says, No. No, we are having fun. Keep grinning. As if you could stop now. His teeth are obviously showing at this point with with no way of closing it. Pulling his his lips in. Um, (laughs) This is hard for me to do. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Sully gives two shits. Um, (laughs) This is how I know you killed Bitsy. (laughs) (laughs) And he pushes back up against your foot. And the blood seeps down his smooth uh, ebony jawline and drips over over across his, his breastplate. And kind of in this slurred, like, gurgly voice, he says, What's next? <laughs> oh, I guess we gotta get creative. So, because she just backs up. Just a little, he's never seen anybody take a grin like that, like, given by the Haku Adoth and the teeth, you know, and just. Keep grinning, right? And he looks back over at Tag. Tag just shrugs and he's like, he's not going to tell us anything. Just kill him. 
this is way less fun, Tag. Well, you can take your time or whatever, but he's he's it's there's no use in this. Just kill him. Just rip his heart out, let him watch the last couple of beats, and then just be done with it. I need answers. Tag just kind of looks over at the drow and he's like, what if we say please? <sighs> Darkness. Will granted me a swift death. And Tursus will accept me with open arms. <laughs> Tursus. Yes. And he just looks over at Stitcher. We know something of Tursus. Does you? And she approaches and takes off her glove because she knows he knows. Uh, all right, hold on. Um, does he know? Does he know? <laughs> I'm just the same one. You confuse me. What is that? It's a mark of your lord. And I command you to tell me why you're here. (laughs) I know no allegiance to the invisible one. What the fuck is <laughs> I can tell you what I know of this invisible one if you tell us why you're here. If you're so curious. Curiosity is not my confusion. I merely do not understand your offer. What is it that you are proposing? Well, we're here to understand why you're here. And I'm willing to hear what you want in exchange for that information. Viva really passing through. Those who stood in our way were dealt with. Who is we? I and the other daughters of Hadokness. I'm going to insight check that. Go ahead. Yeah. Mainly the just passing through, mm-hmm. you know, like. Nice Sunday walk. Not as not as good. Not as good. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> uh, he doesn't seem to be trying to push a lie on you. Whether or not there's anything more to that, you're you're not able to tell. Okay. And where were you passing through to? Home, of course. Where were you coming from? The battle at the rest of and why were you not aware of the tremendous loss of life and the god of, of light and boringness <laughs> the 
descending now, from look, we're the sky. Very and... well aware of what happened that day. Tag looks over at Stitcher, and he says, "We were on vacation. Why don't you tell us what happened?" We were taking back what was owed to us, and the very annoying Markin descended from the sky and we were defeated. We were merely going home. So you're saying you were defeated and then you were just wandering through the woods on your way home. So you didn't stay and reorganize? Are you telling me you're a deserter? Unfortunately, we were ambushed in the forest by two younglings. One we were able to dispatch easily. One in his theory were was uh, able to take on more than he should have been able to. I was able to escape as in the rest of the Indolithian army captured me. And that is where we are today. Hmm. So you just left your friends to die? There weren't very many friends left to leave to die. Then surely your intention in going through the, for- the forest was to link up with a larger group. No? Home? Larger group being home. Our city underneath. So Tag's a little bit confused by this because he's seen dark elves up at uh, like north of, of Hedrick's Point, like you had said. And that's... South of Hedrick's Point? Oh, yeah, well, by Heretic's Respite? Yes. But from what he knows of the geography right now, Indoleth is like southwest of Restinu. Correct. And Heretic's Respite is like northeast. Yeah, and across the bay, right? Yeah, so he's like, why did this guy go the literal opposite direction to get quote-unquote home? Yeah. So, like, that's a piece that he, I guess, just put together in his head and was like, where is home? Heretics respite, of course. You went the wrong way from the battle. That is unfortunate. But here I am. So you're telling me that the knight vassal, as you so-called yourself, which I'm assuming means that you're fairly high up in your society. I mean, it means dog shit to me because I don't know. (laughs) You will soon know when Hatakness is returned to us. So Tag kind of... uh, Man. Koshi's all in. He's like fucking nodding at you. Oh, God fucking damn it. Um... (laughs) Raval still got my satchel, right? Yes. He does. So Tag kind of smiles and gives the the dark elf a nod. And he goes, well, for someone of your position and stature, I'm amazed that you 
don't recognize how close you are to her. Right. I have your dark one. What did you call her? Her darkness. Her darkness. <laughs> what do you? What do you mean? You have her. I have her. He looks significantly moved <laughs> by your proclamation. Prove it. Yeah! <laughs> God damn it! Um, this is like literally what I just got done chastising Gosha yeah. for. Because <laughs> uh, she's just entirely, in the corner just cracking up. I'm not entirely sure you're in a position to ask for proof. Why don't you give us something first? Why are you, you so want? far from home going the wrong way? Was misdirection. Bullshit. Roll me an inside check. Everybody or just... Oh, yeah, anybody Yeah, I'm that's... pretty sure everybody. <laughs> sure. Bitsy's rolling even though Had she doesn't... Had I been get... alive, I would know. 19. <laughs> I got a 23. Woo! <laughs> 22. 22. I got a 19 I, as well. Hard. 21. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blackened <laughs> angels. Um, <laughs> he's telling the truth. He just went the wrong way. He just said the wrong shit. No. He's, not, he's lying. Don't you take him out. He's telling the truth. This fucker bathes in pain. Man. God, this guy's well? a fucking idiot then. Um, show him, Tag. We don't need to show him. We don't need to show him. We already got what we came for. We don't know how. He's fucking lost. We really... And everybody he's just, that he's with is dead. He's just an idiot. So I, I point to Raval, and I'm like, watch him. And I kind of pull everybody, I pull the other three off to the side. The and I'm two. like, yeah. The uh, yeah, the other two, the three of us. Uh, and I'm, I'm like, the whole reason we're here is to get information about numbers, disposition, for the security of Indoleth, Right. This motherfucker got taken out by two younglings, whatever the fuck that means. And then they were able to mop up everything else, and then they captured him. There's no danger to Indoleth at this point. Not immediate danger. Not immediate, Not any more danger than anywhere else. Man, he's, not, he's not the scout of a larger warband. And I feel that's what they were worried about. Do you think that I'm wrong? Like, is no, that, did I, I get the wrong read wrong. on it? I got the same read. It's just very odd. I've never given somebody the smile before and had them react that way. He's, he's, they're, they're strange. Um, I can't hear you guys, can I? Mm. Too far away? Be a bit quiet. Be a little bit. Okay. Um, actually, roaming perception, you can tell me. Twelve. Mm, you can kind of grasp the general idea of what they're talking about, but you're not, mm. you're not, you can't hear every word. The real question is, now that he knows what we have, do you think it's alright to leave him alive? Well, he certainly doesn't believe that we have it. Either way, we can't take a chance. He's a loose end. I could slip up. Is someone coming for him? him? Not see it. Tag looks over at Raval. He's like, what? Is someone coming for him? Hmm. He looks over at the dark elf and he goes, are you getting picked up by someone? You seem pretty important to be left in the woods. And to take a wrong turn. 
Yeah. Starting to ask the right questions. The are uh, a bear of a uh, very leave our dead variety be handed over to Tyrus Zavodnor. So it is up to you whether or not I am being picked up. Now where is her darkness? Show me. Tag just shakes his head and he's like, we, we don't, he's useless. Obviously we can't kill him, but he's useless. They won't come for him if he's dead, don't know. Right, they won't come for him if he's not dead. If we kill him, they'll know and they'll come for him, is what he just said, right? Right. <laughs> I got the exact opposite of that, but that's fine. Sorry, right, I'm a dumb player today. <laughs> so that complicates things. Well, there are things worse, much worse than death. Not if it brings an entire army. You know so much medicine. You know the nerves. You know the muscles. He likes it. I don't know. Would he like not having his Achilles tendons? Or his toes? I think it would be a or bad idea. Or the nerves idea. behind his eyes. I think it would be a bad idea to leave him whole. Agreed. But I don't think that we need to kill him. He's not, first off, he's not our prisoner. I don't want to kill him. So, do what you need to do. Me and Raval need to see a man about the horse. And Tag looks over at Raval and kind of like nods his head out towards the gate. Koshu, uh, how do you handle that? <laughs> you guys roll out? We're, we're, uh, we're about to. Like I, I'm. He's heading over back towards the exit of the cell. Yeah. Statue, what is the most painful nerve ending possible? In a man? Hmm? I think you could guess. You got another never-ending? <laughs> <laughs> Dear God! <laughs> Dear God, Stitcher! God. <laughs> I'm wrong. This is the episode art. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the only thing I can think of that would be worse for him is if he couldn't feel anything at all. A life with no pain might be worse than a life or death. And how do I do that without <laughs> killing him? I don't know. I'm not a professional torturer. I don't, I'm not entirely sure that we need to do anything else, Koshu. Well, we don't have the information we need. We do. We're really buying this, that he's just lost and nobody will come for him. All we were tasked to do was to find information that they weren't willing to get themselves. If it doesn't satisfy them... We're going to pan over to Raval and Tag and see where this goes go ahead so you're motioning me out of the uh, out of the little cell yeah like as we as we i'll, I'll come up to you yeah. closer to the door and i'll put my hand on your shoulder and lean in and be like he doesn't seem to be scout for larger party we need to let them know but he can't die is that sufficient for them is that sufficient for them there is her darkness he also thinks that we have her which we don't, right? You can see him start to struggle a bit against his bonds. Uh, Jesus. Tag's going to uh, 
nod to Raval and go to open the gate. But to the cell? To the cell. The, the guard is still out there, right? Maris is right outside, yes. Okay. Oh, 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 I can just talk to Maris without opening the gate, right? You could. Okay, so I'm going to go up to the, the, the I guess, the, the lattice work of, mm-hmm. of trees and, uh, like, call Maris okay. over. He's, he's standing right there. He just kind of turns and looks over his shoulder at you. Maris. He doesn't seem to be part of a larger party. He keeps saying he got lost. I don't think we're going to get anything else out of him. What do you want us to do? I don't have the authority to tell you. Only Lana can do that. Could you Maybe send, Norless. Could you send the runner to get the Lana and perhaps some more people? He's getting pretty agitated. I don't know what he's capable of. I. And he does it. <laughs> and somebody. <laughs> Jules, I need a whistle. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and uh, two of the same garbed uh, guards sort of march over to him and he uh, leans into them a, a bit and they take off towards uh, Ribiog. Wait, you said Tursus knows when one of you dies and where you are? I imagine that Tursus knows than anyone. Right. You know when one of yours has gone to Tursus. You people. Your people know. You people? You people. (laughs) What do you mean, you people? (laughs) No, really, I'm actually confused. Like, he said... Yes. Basically, if one of them dies, they know it. And they know where he is. They know where you are. Yes. And there's dead companions of yours in the forest right now. Maybe we should tell them that so they can get them out of the forest. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe if... They only come to find my brethren. They will miss this beautiful place. But if I die, they will know. They will know exactly where to strike. Yes. Cool. So we take him outside of the forest and shoot him like a dog and then put him in a boat and leave him. Can I insight check what he said? Can I hear what he said? Yeah, we're all still there. Yeah, I mean, he's speaking loudly Can I insight check what he said? Sure. About his people knowing exactly where Mm -hmm. where to strike. 17. He's probably telling as much truth as you've ever heard. In your whole life. I think... We might need to check him for poison and weapons. Not entirely sure he wouldn't kill himself. Should he ever be unrestrained? They can't keep him in this cell forever. We could just make sure that it doesn't matter if he's unrestrained. I'm not entirely... He's not our prisoner. It's not our choice to make. I think that should be enough information to satisfy them. He starts stepping forward toward him and he's like, They gave me carte blanche. I'm not worried about what permission I have or don't. And then, uh, what was the guard's name? Maris. He's like, right, Maris. You're to stay out of my way. Right, sir. 
He said, uh, it would be a worse death for him not to feel pain. And he's just watching him the whole time while he talks through this. There is no worse death than death. Except not dying when you should. Hey. And he just like... You pretty much you will. Do you think a god can die? And like we all look at Rafal. <laughs> I'm like getting ready to do what I'm gonna do. And I stop and I look up. How unfortunate would it be if your god managed to perish? They've been showing themselves, they've been proving that there's some mortality to themselves. So tell me, what would it do to you and your clan if your god died? <laughs> Who do you think you are? I'm going to hand the bag to Tag and kind of give him a nod for a second. And Tag look, takes the bag. And look back um, and walk right over to... Uh, um, what's his name? Do we know Baron. his name? Maris. No, not Maris. Oh. Bloodglow. Corin Bloodglow. Bloodglow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shout out. Um, and just bend over, bend down, and kind of look at him eye to eye, just very close. I understand that your god is in a rather precarious position right now. Is that true? What are you saying? I'm just saying that maybe us four mortals might have a big part to play in what happens with your god. And that we might be willing to go pretty far to get what we need from you. Darkness. Lies so still. Yet soul sinks to me her return is inevitable by what surely you thought that your victory at Restinu was inevitable but that wasn't was it show her to me and his eyes start to take on a somewhat gaseous shadowy form and it seemed it's like they almost flame with this dark energy and you feel the compulsion to show her go ahead and roll me a wisdom saving aye, throw aye, 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 aye. I've got the bag though yeah. <laughs> 18 <gasps> you're able to resist the compulsion <sighs> Without moving, uh-huh. Raval just stares back at him and says, You're in no position to order me around. <laughs> oh! I love it so much. Perhaps not. Stitcher, go ahead and roll me an arcana check. All right. Tasty. You feel a sense of 
familiarity with the atmosphere. And the smoke and darkness that glows around Corin's eyes starts to expand and expand and the cell starts to fill with darkness impenetrable darkness even your light spell seems to shine and be engulfed by this darkness that seems to encase Corrin at this point what do you do? Everyone's still here. Everybody's okay, still there. Is, okay. I he's an emissary. He has to be He's his representative of her. I think we need help. This is getting out of control. We're not going to be able to handle this. And she starts to get really scared and she's like like looking like are we seriously we got to go like right now. Somebody else has to help us with this. I don't think you're going to be able to do everything you think you're going to be able to do Koshu. We need to leave right now. It's worth a shot. It's not worth it. And he just, like, bends his head back really, really fast across his knee. Like, really quick to try and disconnect his, like, nerve. Trying like, to, like, his paralyze spinal cord. him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going go for ahead. a paralyze. Roll me a string check. <sighs> no! Uh, yeah, that's not happening. Anymore. It's a uh, seven. <laughs> you just flat strength, right? Yeah. Yeah, just a regular one. Yeah. Seven. The grizzled fighter and the musculature of this lean yet wiry uh, elf resists as you pull his neck down. And he laughs. And you're lost in the darkness. Just holding on to his neck. Holding on and then not. Oh, great <laughs> that's great <laughs> fuck <laughs> and the sense beneath your palm of his neck and body and shoulder seems to dissipate and you're left in darkness not holding anything like even darkness I can't see through even darkness you yeah. can't see through great perfect <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end this session oh, fuck. we're so fucked <laughs> 